Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. So just to let you know, this is not live. It is because I am someplace across the country riding a bicycle. <clears throat> so good, good fun stuff. But uh, I wanted to make sure we had an episode today and I want to talk about something that's particularly important because on the show, you've probably heard me say, if you've been listening for kind of any length of time, you've heard me say that the order of operations in terms of leveling up your gear for video creation is first microphone, second lighting, third camera. And I, I hold to that to this day. In fact, our recent guest, Mark Lassoff, said something said something very similar. And so I want to talk today about not microphones, because we just did that, and not cameras, because I don't think we're there yet. But I want to talk about lighting. That's right, lighting, the thing that's going to make your actual camera seem better, even if you don't have a great camera. So I'm going to be going through a series of things showing kind of what different lighting effect has, why lighting is so important. Uh, we'll just try to talk through this and it's going to be maybe a little chaotic, a little structured. If you're listening to the podcast at home, this is a great episode. You might want to go out and look at the video on YouTube. Go look for the Visual Lounge channel. You'll find us there. You can subscribe so you can always see it. But I'm going to try to describe things as well. So that way, if you're not able to go and watch it, you still get the benefit of learning about lighting. So the reason I say lighting is the number two thing. First of all, we know microphones. We talked about the importance of microphones a lot. Good audio is going to make or break a, a video. You know, great visuals, bad audio, no one's going to watch it. Uh, bad visuals, good audio, more of a chance they'll watch it. Now, but we, we don't want to settle for just good enough. Uh, usually we want to have a little bit better. And so here's the thing about lighting. Lighting is going to be able to do a number of different things for you. Not only is it going to improve, I think, the overall quality and the way you're on camera, whatever you're showing, whether it's equipment or gear or you or someone else, it's going to improve the way that looks. It's going to give it a better feel. And you can do a lot for mood and kind of atmosphere as well, all with lighting. Now, there are probably things we can't get in today in today's show because there are various types and numerous types of lighting that you might uh, come across or might be familiar with. Or if you're going kind of doing lighting on the cheap, you know, there's lots of variables that you might have to deal with. And we'll talk about a few of those. Uh, but I want to I want to try to cover as much as we can. So number one, your camera loves light. I, I don't care if you've got a cell phone camera or a DSLR camera or a webcam. The sensors on your camera it is all about taking in that light and the more light it has up to a point is going to allow your camera's vision to be a little bit clearer, a little bit crisper. If you've ever seen a video of a camera in low light, you know that what happens. So with the power of remote technology, we're actually going to do some of this today. We're going to, let's start by showing, this is the DSLR camera. It's got a 16 millimeter lens on a, uh, I can't, I think they call it a micro sensor or something like that, but I'm going to turn off some of the lighting and you'll start to see how it changes the look of my room and the image quality. So first let's turn off the, I've got four lights today. I've got two in front of me. So those are my kind of my key and my fill and I've got two backlights that are really actually lighting the wall and bouncing off to give me separation. But let's start by turning off the backlights. Uh, so I've got this set up remotely. Alexa, turn off mood. Ta-da! So cool. I've taken off the lights at the back. There's still enough light filling in. There's good separation. It doesn't look too bad. Kind of the things behind me are a little bit darker and a little bit harder to see. But it, you know, because I'm still lit well, it still looks pretty good and she is going to keep talking to us throughout the show. But here's what we're going to do. Alexa, turn off studio. Ooh, 
So actually, I've got a window next to me and it is providing a little bit of light. But you can see all of a sudden it's got, uh, I've got a very moody vibe going on. Now the DSLR camera allows a lot of light to come in. I'm gonna have lots of uh, the voice assistant helping out today. Uh, so I, like this camera, you can tell it's doing pretty well. It can handle the low light. I'm not gonna switch to another view and I'm gonna show you several different cameras, slightly different angles, but here we go. It's gonna, oh, maybe it won't switch for me. It didn't like it, so let's just see if we can, we can do this. Here we go. Okay, so three cameras. We've got one of the DSLR. We've got my, the one I'm gonna look at right now and point to is my, my MacBook Pro, the built-in webcam. You can already see, if you look at that one in particular, I can just make it bigger here for a second. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it, it is, let me go back here. Let me switch to it. You can see it is pretty grainy in comparison. It doesn't look good now. It's not a great camera. MacBook Pros, ugh, older ones especially, but you can see it's got a lot of pixelation in the, the overall look of the film. Now let me do one more here and I'm gonna switch to a different camera, this is my iPhone, slightly different angle. Now there's light behind me, but you can see, if I move in front of me here, it's handling a little bit better, right? It, it's got more sensor than the MacBook Pro. It doesn't look too bad. It's, it's just dark and doesn't look great though. So what we wanna think about is your, your camera sensor, it loves light. And the more light you have up to a point again, usually the kind of the clearer the picture it's gonna it's gonna allow you to be seen now i'm gonna run through some scenarios here that show you what happens if you have too much light we kind of it's easy to see not enough light but uh let me just talk to my voice assistant here for a second alexa turn on studio and we'll get these back on now one of the things i don't like about my particular lighting i love that i can i put a, a just an automated switch on it but you can see it kind of turns on uh, very bright. It doesn't remember the last setting. There we go. That's that's a little bit better. And so, okay, so we're now here. Now I'm gonna just start increasing the lighting settings. And you can one, it's hard getting harder to like actually look at the camera because the lights are very bright. But you'll notice I start to get like really like that's really bright. Um, kind of washed out. But now if I I'm gonna go over to that the MacBook Pro, okay, looks looks actually pretty good. I'm gonna bring that, I'm gonna bring that back down again. I can probably find a nice happy medium. Again, the overall quality of the camera just isn't that great. Uh, so I can only do what I can do with it, but now, but the lighting definitely makes a big difference. And I bring in my iPhone camera here. It's got some, it's kind of yellow. And so we'll, we'll talk about lighting color here for a, a bit, but that could be some of the settings on the iPhone. It could be if you've got a, a tool that you're using to bring it in, that might be the case as well. So uh, you can have too much lighting though. So especially where it gets tricky is what you want to be thinking about is that light behind you, right? That's going to give me separation from this wall. And so as I'm, I'm going through this and I'm setting up my lights, one, I probably don't want, I don't want to be squinting. And so you want to bring the light down. You want it to be comfortable for your subject. If they're looking ahead and they're like, ah, squinting their eyes because they can't see because it's so bright, that might be too much light. But you, I mean, you got to balance it out because you don't want too many shadows or things like that. And let me turn on the back lights again. Alexa, turn on mood, you know, for mood lighting. And uh, these will come on here and they're going to come on in color. And that's the other thing, right? Like, I got some mood lighting now. So you can start to adjust based on 
you know, kind of what it is. I Previously, I just had them set to kind of a, a neutral white. We'll talk about light temperature here in a second. But as I turn these up, watch what happens to me. Okay, that's pretty bright. Now let me go to switch over to the next. Both So both of them are going up. I kind of like get diminished. The things in the background look really good, but I look, uh, you know, not quite as crisp, not quite as, quite as sharp. And if I, again, if I go to one of these other cameras, oh gosh, I'm really in shadow there. Even though, again, I've got like lots of light on my face and maybe I could go back there and uh, we can, we could take, turn those up a little bit more. There we go. And I, so now I'm really fighting the amount of light. So what you want to do is find a good balance between what the lights on your subject and the lights that are going to be behind you. And in this case, you know, I don't want to be cranked up all the way because 100% is a lot. And so you can really start to play with those things and diminish it. Um, and you want to find balance, right? So you don't want it too dark in the background. You don't want it too bright in the front. I feel like it's still a little bit too bright as I'm squinting at, at the screen. So uh, you just want to, you want to be adjusting these accordingly. And some of it's going to be by feel. Uh, some of it's going to be by kind of you know, what you think looks good, what feels comfortable. Um, and so there, there's a whole science to lighting. I'm not a sci lighting scientist. I am just an experimenter. Um, so what we can see again, your camera loves light and it's gonna affect the way the camera perceives you by the light you have. Now, there's lots of things you can do if you want different effects. So for instance, you know, if I turn off one of these lights, it's gonna look differently than if I turn off, you know, have one, you know, maybe I just turn it away. So you're going to want to really focus on that. We've got a great video. If you want to learn more about three-point lighting, that's a technique that uses three lights, go to TechSmith Academy. If you go into the section about basics for creating video, you'll see it's one of our basics courses about lighting, and it will walk you through the three-point light setup. Uh, plus a lot of details I'm covering here and more. So definitely uh, check that out. So, okay. We've established our camera loves light. It affects the way our videos are going to look. It affects the way our, our on-camera talent is going to look. But what if you don't have lights? Now, I've personally invested in my lights. Uh, it's been worth it. The newest set, I uh, got two more so I could have four. I was actually going to go for three, but I might as well use all four. It came with remote control, and I love it so I can control these lights as you've seen throughout the show so far. But what if I don't have that? What if I don't have anything? And you're like, I've got to make a video. I live in a place that's gray, uh, gray and rainy all the time, kind of like it is in Michigan lately. What are we going to do? Well, you probably have a window. And I'm going to play with the window here a little bit. We'll turn off the lights again, and we can use that to our advantage. Because I've got blinds closed. I actually, I prefer when I'm lighting my video in this kind of setting that's completely dark. And I do that because then I can really see, I can control, like, because I, I can't control the sun. Believe it or not, I cannot control the sun. So what we're going to do is, is do that. So we're going to play with the blinds, make it dark now. We'll turn these lights off, or at least turn them down. And then uh, let's see what it looks like. So again, I'm just going to turn these down. Let me go one more here and turn the back ones down again. Maybe. Sometimes it doesn't like to control things. There we go. There's that one. Go back through here. Okay, so we're back in the dark. Now, again, you can see if you're watching the camera over to my right, there's light coming through. And that's just natural through the blinds. Now, I can take these and, you know, let me just, if I open them up, it's going to get really bright, but I'm going to, and it's kind of a great overcast day today. 
Now I just turned the blinds the other way. You can see it's less light coming through. Now I'm just gonna start slowly opening it. I don't want this on my face. I want it to bounce off the, the wall behind me. And you can start to see that's getting pretty bright. Getting kind of kind of not, not even enough. You can't see part of my face. And then I can just start keeping playing with it. Now ideally, in an ideal situation, if I only have a window, I'm going to turn and face the window. And let me do this. Let's take our iPhone for today. And again, I, I know the coloration on it's a little bit off. Uh, that's okay. We'll, we, you know, we, in a, we can always adjust things. It's trying to get the tripod even. We won't worry too much about it. Let me switch over there. Okay, so this is, uh, it's hard for me to see what's going on. Uh, so you can see full lighting here on my face. That's going to be look way better. And what I don't want to ever do, sorry, I hope no one gets sick. You get a little peek of the office again. And let's put it over here. Now, look what happens when it's the window's behind me. Doesn't look so good because, it, again, it's not so bad because the camera's pretty good about uh, taking in lots of light. But what you really want to be thinking about is that light coming evenly on your face. You're going to want to light it, light it up so you don't got this kind of half tone great for kind of noir look but uh not really what we want so i i think you know control that light as much as you can you want it coming in even with the the one problem with the outdoor window kind of lighting like i said it's gray overcast day today actually that is great that is fantastic for filming video because it's going to stay kind of consistent you got to worry about time you know are you recording at 10 in the morning versus like six at night or something like that, it's going to be different amounts of brightness. But it's even. It's even Steven lighting and that's going to work really well. Now if you've got a sunny day and there's some clouds and the sun's kind of popping in and out behind the clouds, the problem is going to be is that it's going to change dramatically and you can't control. If you get a shadow all of a sudden, that's going to look very noticeable on your camera video. Um, and so you just want to be mindful of that. And what you can do, I mean, if you have like one light, you can start adding, you know, lights back in, you know, start controlling for that. But, you know, it's going to be hard to match overall uh, the, the look when you're dealing with daylight. So I'm just going to add these back in. Let's bring these down a little bit just so I'm not blinded again. So now I now windows open still. I've got my lights on. It's probably too much. So let's go ahead and close it again. But again, with the window, if you're using a window for control, let it, you want to be facing the window, camera against the window, kind of facing uh, you facing the window so that your face is getting even lighting. Um, or go outside and, and then it's kind of all consistent. Uh, but again, watch out for cloudy clouds moving over the sun, blocking out parts of the sun. Gray overcast days are actually perfect days for recording. It's not as pretty, but that's the way it's, it's kind of got to be. Okay. So now, one of the things I think we should talk about, because we just talked about sunlight, is color temperature. Your lights actually have different color temperatures, and I'm gonna uh, try to utilize this, uh, my iPhone again, you can, you can see my, some of my stuff over there, but uh, we'll, we're gonna go back to this kind of three, three shot, it's not the prettiest. You can see the light that is down there, and so you've got me. Uh, what I'm gonna start doing is I'm gonna start changing the color of the lights. Now, right now they're set up, it uses a scale called Kelvins. And it's like 2300 or 2200, your lights might vary what it can do if you can adjust the, the Kelvin temperature or the warmth up to like 10,000. And so when I start changing the lights in front of me, I'm gonna go down 
you notice I start taking on a very sunburned orange kind of look. And I've got the one behind me here. And I'll just, let me just change channels for it so I can't control them all at the same time very well. The right one. Come on. It, it doesn't want to change for me here. Okay, so let me go to the next one. The brightness, and now I start going down. You can see it's taking on that very orange hue. So this is terrible. It looks like I am in Dune or something like that desert world, right? Now, on the same token, I can go the other way up to, in my case, 10,000 Kelvins. And in the camera view, it looks pretty white. But let me show you. If I keep changing here, I'll change the back one again. It's this other back one up to 10,000. And I'll go to my front lights. And we're going to start changing those. Oh, so it's a big jump because of the way the remote control works. But now it looks very blue. And so we call this a cool light. The blue light is cool, the orange white is warm. 10,000 Kelvins is way more blue than 2300 Kelvins, which is very orange. And so this is where you start to have to start matching color. And matching color can be difficult, right? Because what is, what is the right color? Um, and so when you're working particularly with daylight, you need to start thinking about what is daylight? Well, even daylight is around 56, 55. Um, and that doesn't mean that's exactly what you should use. It's just like you need to be close. And, and then your camera, most of them will have something that's going to do what's called white balancing. And it's going to base it on the color, kind of the neutral colors, which is a whole nother episode or another time we can talk about. Um, so you want to find something that looks pretty neutral. You don't want it to be too orange. You don't want it to be too blue. My rule of thumb is I want to look natural. I don't want to look like I've been in a desert world and I don't want to look like I'm in a, a super like sci-fi horror with the blue. And so you're going to want to play with those things to make sure that you're getting them to be the right color. And if you're using other lights, like outside kind of lights, uh, you're going to want to make sure that you're matching that outside light. Now, for some of us, we might be working in an environment where uh, windows may be not a great option. We have fluorescent lighting overhead or we have a light. And I'm going to, uh, let me just switch back here to the shop. Uh, I'm going to again turn off my lights. I'm going to give you, uh, we can set up some overhead lighting. And I just have a normal kind of light fixture. I think there's three bulbs in it. I happen to have it set up on a, their Hue light bulbs, H-U-E. Uh, so they're automated. I'm into that kind of nerdy stuff. And the thing about them are they're LEDs and they've got a wide color range and I can adjust them. But the difference is the sunlight, the window is coming kind of straight through, right? These lights, uh, let me just, I can actually show you what my lights look like. Let's, let's take a quick tour. This is going to be, this is going to be awesome. So I apologize if anyone gets a little dizzy or sick. I'm not trying to make you sick. Uh, so you can see here, I've got these these three lights and there's the other one, fourth one is over here, kind of down below. These two that you see, uh, this one and the one over there past my hat, those are my key and my fill lights. And what they're doing is these are the ones that are shining in my face. And you can see here, uh, these have a kind of panel that I can control them with. I can do all the stuff I was doing with my remote control. Uh, and they are really there to light my face when I'm in my chair. And the other one that's over there, that is higher up. And the reason these are higher than my chair is a really important kind of thing to note. The thing about it is, is I want these 
to not be directly facing my in my eyes, right? Like we don't I don't want them in my eyes because if they're directly in my eyes, think about how the light might fall. You know, if it's even, it's going to probably cause maybe a little bit more shadow or if they're too low coming up. Have you ever seen uh, someone shoot light from underneath? It kind of gives them a scary look. We do that with flashlights, you know, as kids or whatever around a campsite. And the light's coming up and it doesn't look good. So the reason I have them angled down, as you probably noticed, is because it's going to, one, eliminate shadows under my eyes. Uh, It could cause shadow under my nose, which might cause it to look a little bigger than it can't get much bigger. Uh, so, but it's because it's pretty even light and I've got the two of them, I'm eliminating most of my shadows and it's nice and even, and I'm not directly staring at it. Plus in an office situation, which I'm sure most of us are in, we're not, if, unless you're in a studio, I have a laptop, camera, and a monitor in front of me and I needed them, the lights, to get, they, they couldn't shine through those things so I needed them to get around them and the only way I could do that is up and then I angled it down. And same with the other ones, I've got them slightly angled just so they they fall on the wall. Uh, And particularly with my background, I wanted to make sure that the texture was capturing uh, the colored light pretty well. So so we've talked about lighting color, we've talked about kind of the workstation, why, where you, a little bit about where you put position your lights. Um, But you want to be thinking about these things. What what are you getting? What are you going to look like when you add lights? And, you know, what can you do? If I turn on these overhead lights, and I don't, I don't have a good, I don't have a flashlight with me because I'm not going to turn on those lights. I decided it's too much work. I don't think it will illustrate much. But the thing you'll see is the light's coming directly down. Fluorescent lights in your office building, same thing. It's coming down. And when the light's coming down, again, it's pushing the light down and it's going to cause shadows. It's going to, you know, like my, my brow is going to cast shadows on my cheeks. And that's probably going to make my eyes look a little sunken and a little bit darker, which you don't want. And I don't want, uh, and so like you, you don't want to, the light to be a direct, a directly above you because it's not going to look good. I mean, we could start playing with positioning the lights here, but so try to get again slightly up and in front of you, and then you know not not top down. If you are in an office building and you've got only top down lighting, that's all you can work with. You don't have a maybe a window. Try not to stand directly under the light. You either want the light in front of you or the light behind you to be able to allow you to, uh, you know, probably look your best. In fact, I'd probably want the light in front of me. So it does give me some lighting, but it's not, you know, uh, not gonna give me the top down kind of shadow look. We don't want shadow monsters. No shadow monsters, maybe that should be the episode title. No shadow monsters. Okay, so I, I realize we're going through a lot of different things about lighting. This is uh, much more impromptu than maybe we would do for our other shows, but let's keep it re- we're keeping it real here. Okay, so we've talked about your camera loves lighting. We've talked about some different lighting, your windows, I've got LEDs. It, what if you only have a little bit of budget? What kind of lighting can you use? Well, there are options out there for you that you might find that work well. If you have very little budget, you know, you can go and buy some like metal cans, then put a like a, a LED light bulb or, you know, the curly light bulbs, which are CFL bulbs. Again, if you're going to do that, make sure you're matching color temperature with each other. So you're not buying two like a really kind of like a blue bulb or a really orange bulb and then mixing them. That's don't mix color temperature. And if you're going to use lighting around your office and them, make sure it matches. So if you're going to use a fluorescent light, 
see if you can figure out what temperature that bulb is. Most bulbs will have printed on them or on the packaging, if you can get access to that, the temp color temperature. And the ideal is, again, that kind of mid color temperature, 5,000 to 6,000. Um, you know, you might have reason, some people might have reason to use other temperatures. They might like it for their, you know, in the evening, I want a, a nice warm glow from my light bulb. But that's not us. We're, we're not making nice warm glow videos. We're making videos about office stuff, right? Business stuff, work stuff. Uh, and if you aren't, uh, you know, good for you, uh, you know, understand what you're doing as long as you're changing the lighting. So LEDs, CFL lights can work in those metal cans or you could buy any kind of lamp. You can also go the other extreme. Uh, the lights that I have, I will put in the show notes. I purchased on Amazon, um, been very happy with them. But, you know, for a set of two and the remote, I think it was like $250. So uh, expensive, not, definitely not cheap, not home. Maybe maybe it's not something you want to invest in, but I have found it to be well worth the investment because I do video every week and I want to be able to make other videos every week. You know, I do the visual lounge. I do stuff for work, internal kind of communication stuff. And I, I want to look good and I want it to be received well. So I do that. Now, a lot of people ask me about things about ring lights. I do not have a ring light here with me to test out and show you, but I have, a, I have, I have strong opinions about ring lights and you might not like my opinion, but here's what I'm going to say. It doesn't matter what I think. I think if it, that's the light that you have, go with it, work it, use it, make it work for your purposes, but also go out and learn how to use a ring light well. And the reason I don't like lit ring lights is one, you know, if, if this is my phone, we'll use this because my phone's over here uh, in case I need it on broadcast. So if this is my phone, the ring is usually going to go around it. So it's shooting from kind of a center point and the ring is going to, you know, it's going to have some kind of diffusion on it, which we'll talk more about, but it's going to be kind of even and out. But when you look at the eyes, you, what you'll notice is that it usually puts a ring in the eye and it looks a little weird, but also sometimes I feel like it's, it's not lighting as well as it could. Like I love the two point lighting because I get light from this side. I get light from this side that typically, you know, for your camera to be close enough to you around, around the ring light, around the ring, right? Well, I'm going to say it again, around the ring light, easy for me to say, it's just, you got to be kind of close to, to make it look good and, or, you know, to the camera look good, but then the light's too close. So I have my issues with ring lights. It's a personal thing. It's me, not you. If that's the light you have, yes use it. It is better than no light. It is going to, again, your camera is going to appreciate having the extra light on you so it can pick up your image and make that clear and understandable and with less pixelation and less grain. So if, if that's what you got, use it. Same with the window. If that's what you got, use it. If you've got warm lights, use them. Uh, you might need to adjust your white balance. You might need to adjust kind of things around you to make it look better. Um, you know, most cameras, including your cell phone, I noticed on the new iPhone, there is a setting that you can change the vibrancy. Uh, probably what, why mine looks yellow. I might have it too vibrant. I probably didn't change it back when I was playing with it. But if that's what you got, work with it. If you got too cool, it's like really, you know, it's really kind of blue. Work with it. Lighting is, is an enhancement. It is the thing that's going to make it look better. Really good lighting, uh, typically in movies and television, you don't know it's there. It just feels natural. Now, with that, there's things that you can do to help make it a little bit better. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back here because I'm gonna we're gonna dismantle a little bit of a light here for a second, and I hope this goes well because I, again I don't want to make anyone motion sick, but I want to explain this concept here of, of what's called diffusion. I mentioned it just a second ago. Most ring lights have it. A lot of lights will have it. Not all do though. If you buy those metal cans or you get a lamp, you know there is no diffusion in it. Uh, so let me go ahead and switch here. So hello there, friends. Okay, so we've got our light here. And you'll notice that here there is a plastic film. And behind that plastic film, you can see all the LED little diodes. If I just take this off here, I'm probably going to regret this. Yeah, let's let's just go to the other side because I'm going to regret taking this off and not be able to put it back on during the show. Whoop. If I just take that off, you can see all of a sudden the light is very different behind it. What that what this little piece of plastic is doing is really cool. It's really loud too. It is taking the, when the light hits it, it bounces and it, it spreads it out, making it softer. Now I'm going to look up at the ceiling for a second because you probably have a light like this. There we go. See that? How it's got a frosted glass on it? That frosting on it isn't just decorative, although it very well could be decorative. It looks good, right? It, the, the, this plastic panel, that frosting glass are all doing the same thing. What are they doing? Well, they are diffusing the light. That's right, they're diffusing the light. And so, <coughs> you diffuse light makes it softer, makes it more even. That's good because it makes me look better. If you've ever been in a hotel, and you've been in a hotel and you go into the bathroom and they got a light that goes around the outside of the mirror. It could be square, it could be a circle, maybe you've got one of the ones that um, you can get close to and you can see every single pore that exists and you're like, I am a disgusting human. Uh, how are my pores so dirty? The, the principle of the, that light though is, and why it's white and frosted, is it helps reduce the way you look, like the wrinkles. It makes you, gives you more even tone. So if you've ever been in a hotel and you think, man, I, I'm looking really good. I'm going to go on vacation more often. That's, that's why. Or then you go someplace else and you're like, oh, ooh, what have I been doing when it doesn't have the light? So that frosted light is really going to help you out, uh, make you look more, your skin tone more even, make it uh, appear a little softer, a little nicer. Uh, so I recommend if you're, any lights you're doing, if you can diffuse it, it's going to make it look better. Now, Again, if we're on the cheap and you don't have any kind of diffusion material that came with your light, you can make your own. You can use like a wax paper or a go to the dollar store or cheap store, pound store, wherever you're going. And if you can get like a, a, a kind of a white, almost not translucent, not clear, but like white, almost see-through uh, shower curtain, you could cut that up and put it over your lights as well. And again, that will help. Now, the thing is you don't want it necessarily right on the light bulb. You want a little bit of distance and that's gonna, the more distance it is, the more kind of soft it is, more dispersed it's gonna be. Um, it might affect the, the power of the light, like how much light output you're gonna get to you. So you might need to move the light closer, but it's going to make that, again, it's gonna look really nice. And so if I were to take that diffusion off my lights, it'd be a lot harsher of a light. If you ever had a, like a, a lamp or something without its uh, lampshade on it and it just directly at you, kind of kind of rough. Or another example, if you've been in like with a photographer and they got the umbrellas and the lights bounced, shot into the umbrella and they're bouncing the light out of the umbrella, that's doing diffusion. It's the same kind of principle. Uh, worst case scenario, if you've got like light colored walls or a light ceiling, you could, if your light's powerful enough, 
you could literally bounce the light off the ceiling onto your subject. And I've, we've done that. We've bounced it off like uh, walls. We've got, you know, you got some paper or big uh, foam core or like big whiteboard, whiteboard as in like poster board. The light hits that and bounces onto your subject. It looks a lot nicer than if it's like directly out of kind of a harsh, harsh look. So that's diffusion. So you got a few options here, right? Like you, the clouds are diffusing this, the light of the sun coming in your window. You've got diffusion you can make. You've got diffusion that will come with things, uh, lights. You've got different types of lights that you can use. Um, so lots of options. Now, all of this has been focused on the subject, whether it's you or a subject matter expert or someone else, that's okay. You're gonna want to light them regardless. And we've talked a little bit about backlight. The backlight, again, these lights here are giving me separate, hopefully, especially with the, the depth of field my camera has, see how everything behind me looks blurry. That is that separation makes it look like I'm, you know, gives clear definition between me and the back wall. But what you can also do with lighting, and this is what I do, and you've probably, if you've watched the show, you've probably seen this in the past, but what we can do in my particular lights, I can start adding things like color. And I can start using color to set the mood, right? Like you can change the look and feel of your site, uh, of your video by adding some different colors. And so I, you know, in this particular light setting, these are awesome because I have LED lights and I can just go through, I can either match them or I can try to make some contrasting colors and, you know, get a cotton candy look or, or whatever it might be. Now, you know, there's limitations to this and you got to be mindful that it's not distracting or taken away from the overall uh, look and feel. But for the most part, uh, let me get this back to color here. Uh, you know, I can, I can do lots of things. I can kind of change the, how bright of a color it is. I can change the color, actual like RGB color. I can also change, you know, you know, brightness or whatever. And so again, this is just to give it a nice look and feel. Uh, so you can use color throughout your videos on with your subject, behind your subject. Uh, for me, this adds, I think, a lot of depth and variety each week as we go live here on the Visual Lounge. Uh, and so really it's up to you how you use that. You might think about how it is, uh, you know, your for your brand. I actually went through when I first got the lights, I, I picked out a few and made notes of the settings of several different combinations of colors that were brand specific. I, you know, I looked up the Camtasia green and the Snagit blue and I can go to a page. I've got it stored and I can pull those up and then I can adjust the lights behind me to match those colors uh, as appropriate. Now, I, sometimes it's just like, what do I feel like today? Kind of feeling this purple and uh, I guess purple and this blue, right? It looks, looks pretty cool. Um, but it's really up to you how you're going to use color. But color, like all things in, in, in video, probably has some meaning. What's the story that you're going to tell, tell with it? What's the mood you're going to set with it? What's the purpose of it? Is it there? Maybe in this case, it's just to look awesome. Um, and that's probably a, a rare, rarer use case we want to go to. But maybe it's like, yeah, I'm tying this to my brand. I'm using this to, to help emphasize mood. You know, maybe, maybe today is a day that we're feeling kind of, uh, I don't know, let's, let's, let's see if we can get like a red going, you know, we're feeling kind of angry and I'm going to boost this up here. Let's get really saturated red. Ooh, you know, movies do this all the time. And I think we just want to be aware of, of, of what we are doing with our colors, you know, to, 
make sure we're focused on you know telling the right story you know in this case again i don't love i don't love this i don't love the all red if you're if you're looking at the video i don't think it looks great so we just want to be thoughtful about how we're applying colors uh you know stumbled on the red and green it's not christmas so that's a very traditional kind of u.s christmas color so just be thoughtful about color but it can add really enhance a lot of what you're going to do but i i probably would not uh use uh color on on my subject uh if i did i would probably be for a very specific reason like we're telling a very specific story or something like that so with that said we have covered a lot about lighting there's a million more things you can learn about lighting this is not by no means meant to be an all-inclusive but i i want you to know and i want to share with you that as you are making videos you've leveled up your microphone you've got a, a decent microphone again you're not spending thousands of dollars you're spending maybe a hundred dollars you're spending 150 dollars. maybe you're spending 70 dollars. really just get a good quality microphone make sure your audio is sounding good then start at, like if you're doing camera video add some lights now if you're doing screen recording videos and with you know no webcam you don't need the lights if you're doing webcam even with webcam maybe a light or two small things or position yourself so you can take advantage of the nature and the gift of the sun when you have it um, but a little bit of lighting it's going to really again i want to emphasize it's going to really make you look better even in the situations and let me just switch over there again you know you can see here in three different views uh all pretty pretty good i mean you I mean the quality of the camera kind of matters a little bit here the uh the I, Mac camera is not very good, so if you gotta just, you know, I, I recommend you, again, if you're gonna invest another thing, webcam would be next, but you know, it would be workable if that was the case. So, uh, I think it's, it looks pretty good, all, all three views, and you can go, of course, learn more at the TechSmith Academy about cameras and lighting and things like that. So, whew, that's a lot of information. I'm sure you've got questions. If you've got questions and you've got things you want to ask more about lighting drop them in the comments below if you're on the podcast make sure you email us at the visual lounge at techsmith.com you can always just find us on social at techsmith we're on linkedin we're on instagram we're on twitter we are pretty much where you are going to be as as is our podcast on all the major podcasting platforms we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear your thoughts comments questions things like that i'd love eventually to get to a point where we're asking we have a show here coming up i'd love to get to it uh, start thinking about what your questions might be, where we just answer your questions about creating video, whether it's screen recording, camera video, whatever it might be. Cool. So if you got questions, start sending them my way, and we'll see if we can figure out a time that that would make sense. We've got another great show next week coming up. Michelle Ma Massey, a uh, new employee to Texma. She is a VP of several things, and we'll get to that next week. She's going to be on. We've got Jeff Back coming up. We've got tons of great things coming your way, so just keep tuned in. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, we hope you'll take a little time to level up. We'll see you next week.